from the advertising media capital of the world, New Milford, Connecticut, wherever that is. This is Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson, a bi-weekly-ish podcast about all things automotive marketing. Now, here's your host, Matt Wilson. Yes, good morning. Welcome to Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson, where today, this morning, so early this morning, we're going to be talking about LinkedIn stories. Yes, we've touched on the subject in a couple of episodes, but never really talked about it. And today uh, we'll talk about it. The episode is called What's the Deal with LinkedIn Stories? But you got to say it in like the Jerry Seinfeld uh, voice, which I can't really do, but it's like, what's the deal with LinkedIn stories? Who are these people? That's the worst impression ever. God, who would do that? Anyway, that's what we'll talk about. I, um, I posted on LinkedIn about it and here's what I said. And then we'll talk about some of the people's responses, what the people of LinkedIn are saying. I said, I'm trying to decide if I like or see the value in LinkedIn stories. And I want to know what your thoughts are on LinkedIn. Also, we'll take calls, people who want to share their thoughts. But the question was, do you like LinkedIn stories? What are you seeing that you like or dislike? Are you using them at all? What kind of content are you posting? Looking for your opinion. Answers will be shared in this episode. I got 38 comments. So people wanted to talk about it. And we'll take your calls too live if you want to uh, weigh in on LinkedIn stories. 203-665-8305, 203-665-8305. All right, let's read some responses here. Um, Jason Harris, who uh, is a uh, podcast host, speaker. He owns an agency. I think he owns a dealership. He's an influencer. He's been on the podcast before. He says, I think that people need to understand that this is not Instagram. I do not give a crap what you ate for breakfast or how hard your workout was. There's no business value in that content and it should not be on hashtag LinkedIn stories. Uh, Evelyn Kelly, marketing director at Think Ad Group says, I think it was very smart for LinkedIn to add stories. I see a huge trend that everyone is using them for more personal, relatable content. Hmm. LinkedIn is a professional platform, but has a very uplifting, supportive feel. Stories are a way for everyone to feel more casual and approachable, in my opinion. All right, I like that. I haven't used them a lot, personally, because I don't really know what to do on LinkedIn stories yet. I haven't figured out, like, how do I want to, what, like, wh- how do I want to approach it? What do I want to do to LinkedIn stories, uh, on LinkedIn stories, rather? What's my brand going to be on there? I don't know. Uh, Justin Searle, Vice President of Sales at Think Ad Group. Uh, opinionated folks over there. Just kidding, I like them. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out what to post on my stories, says Justin. My first thought was keep the story personal and keep my content professional. Posting workouts, me with the kids, etc. on the stories. I see Jason Harris's post about LinkedIn remaining professional. Oh, and then I cut off the rest of uh, his thing in my screenshot. Way to be prepared, Matt Wilson. Um, yeah, just to comment on what he said, first off, I, I'm not sure that I agree, but when I think about that, I think maybe that does make sense because I'm okay with people like humanizing ourselves on LinkedIn, right? Like what's the reason that we all work hard, right? To support our family and children 
and uh, people close to us. And if you show that on LinkedIn stories, is that bad or is that motivational? You know, a picture of me with my kids over the weekend talking about this is why we do it. This is the reason that we do what we do. Is that unprofessional on LinkedIn stories? I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. Let me read. Uh, let me read the rest of Justin's post here. I, I sorted these incorrectly. Most recent comments first. No. Oh, well, this is going well. Most recent. Just show me all the comments. All right. Well, we'll get back to his post because now I don't know where the heck. Oh, here we go. Uh, I see Jason Harris's point about LinkedIn remaining professional. However, you don't have to ever look at the stories. Hmm. I'm trying to figure out two, how to use it, he says. All right. Baba Body, president and creative director of Baba Body Marketing, old colleague of mine. I mean, he's not old. I mean, he's older, but he's not old, but we've known each other for years. Matt, uh, thanks for tagging me. I haven't seen a single LinkedIn story so far, so it's almost like Bob has not gotten the update. I think it could be another useful LinkedIn tool if we realize this is not Instagram. Please, no cat videos. I'm with Bob. No cat videos. I think also I ran into another uh, friend online and she told me that she didn't have LinkedIn stories yet. And so I believe that you need to run an update. It's available on mobile only, by the way. And I think you need to run an update, Bob. So if you don't see it, uh, that is why. Uh, Jen Rowe, marketing uh, brand manager at Hunter Mountain, another former colleague of mine. We worked together back at Clear Channel Radio back in the radio days. She says, personally, I don't use LinkedIn as a guest-facing platform, which is good. I, I think I think a lot of uh, companies are... Uh, uh, company to company, B2B, as they say in the industry. She says, she uses it to uh, share or collect industry information. This depends on your audience you're connecting here. Instagram stories have a huge ROAS for her company, Hunter Mountain, cu- customer facing. I do like Hunter Mountain, by the way, good place to ski. Not that far from my, uh, not that far from where I live. Um, Sherry Robeson, growth marketer, it says, she says, I think it's going to be fascinating to see how the professional community innovates and makes their th- makes this their own. Lots of pitfalls to avoid, but will be interesting to reflect back to these comments once a breakthrough cadence emerges. Yeah, I agree with that. If you want to weigh in, by the way, on LinkedIn stories, the number is 203-665-8305, 203-665-8305. Would love to uh, hear your opinion. Um, Faith Faith Y newsletter dot IST stories are going to trigger more Insta style content on LinkedIn. Users here hate seeing content, which should be in other platforms. All right. Yeah, I agree with that. As soon as someone does something political on uh, LinkedIn, I say minus 10 points, get out, which means nothing. But to me, minus 10 points, not good. Keep it on Facebook where it belongs. For me, I think LinkedIn storage is a chance to do um, some business networking, but in a more like I use Instagram stories as humor. My only goal on link on Instagram stories where, you know, it's just my friends and family. I, I don't have any professional people on there. It's my like personal LinkedIn, uh, personal Instagram is just to be funny or amusing or snarky, but mostly snarky. But I think for LinkedIn stories, maybe it's a chance to show your personality a little bit more, but still in a businessy way. I think that might be how I uh, will handle it. Jim McCarthy, co-founder of Big Dot Lighting, owner of JimMcCarthyVoiceOvers.com. By the way, he's the guy who does the uh, big uh, intro on the podcast. And now, Matt Wilson. Blah, blah, blah. That's Jim McCarthy. He says, meh, just another me too tactic. 
Jim McCarthy coined the phrase uh, hashtag be them centrics centric be them hashtag be them centric. It's not about you. It's about them. It's not about me. It's about the customer. It's about the other person. So that's what he thinks. I'm cool with that. Uh, Evan Weber, who is uh, expertise in a lot of things that are acronyms, C-R-O, S-E-O, which we know, S-E-M, retargeting email, a big expert in those things. I don't know where Evelyn, where Evan uh, works, so let's just check that out real quick. You know, we'll see what the deal is. Uh, he's the founder at Experience Advertising. All right, cool. 13 years. I like that. Evan says, I understand. Uh, Evan says, uh, complete waste. He's against it. Didi Martz. Oh, I love Didi. She has an agency down in uh, Florida. People from Florida generally are a bit, uh, you know, loony. That's all right. It's not your fault. But uh, Didi's got her head screwed on straight. She's the um, uh, chief wave maker at Making Waves Marketing. She says, LinkedIn is already becoming another personal social media outlet and less business. I have friends getting hit on like it's a dating site. What? Who does that? Age, sex, location. Remember those days with uh, Instant Messenger? Anyway, uh, I saw a statistic the other day that every second two people join LinkedIn and equated that to the entire Ivy League joining LinkedIn every day. They're even allowing teens to join. I didn't know that. I have, me personally, I have not been hit on on LinkedIn yet. I know with my stunning good looks, it's uh, kind of a bit of a miracle, but, uh, you know. Um, Jason Harris weighing in again. He couldn't help himself. He's back for more. I would recommend an edutainment approach to LinkedIn stories. Is that a real word? Edutainment? Or is that a Canadian Jason Harris invention? Edutainment. I like that. He says there has to be value in why someone would want to follow your story content. And I think a combination of education and entertainment, edutainment is perfect. Boom. I agree with Jason. And not just because he wears an orange tie all the time, but because I think that's the way to do it. And that's kind of what I said before. He just used a big word, which is, uh, I like that word, edutainment. Is that even a thing? Uh, if you want to share your opinion listening right now and you want to hear your, uh, you know, you want to come on and give me your opinion and chat it out with me, I'd love to do that. 203-665-8305. Colin Carasquillo, uh, who is, uh, it hosts a great podcast called Expera Marketing, which is powered by this podcast, and I get to co-host that. Colin is never at a loss for words, let me tell you. And if you read his LinkedIn answer here, it's a bit of a soliloquy, but I'll paraphrase. After review of what the tag thought leaders have said, I appreciate their unique perspective and input and agree with the majority of them. To directly answer your question, Mr. Wilson, I'm indifferent about LinkedIn stories. I do not know enough about them to have an opinion. All right. He says, I can see LinkedIn stories being valuable and beneficial. And he goes on to talk a little bit about the differences between Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn stories, and um he also says he can see an application for help wanted ads. I like that. Yep, that's an opportunity. Once again, use stories as a way to drive people to your LinkedIn page to promote further engagement. It's uncharted territory. Let's start charting it. He's all about the charting because he's an experimarketer. And his podcast is called Experimarketing, which uh, comes from the word experimenting. You see? Uh, thank you, Colin, for weighing in. Linda Richardson. Oh, I love Linda. Another Floridian who I like. She also uh, is the uh, part owner, half owner 
other founder of Making Waves Marketing. She says, I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. I don't want to see LinkedIn become another personal social media medium. Yet I believe there could be some great ways to utilize storytelling for business purposes, but it will stay business. Oh, but will it stay business or start becoming over-personalized? Hmm, good question. Let's see, we read Baba Body, we read Justin Searle, we read Jason Harris, we read Evelyn. Uh, okay, Sean Boyle, co-owner of Momentum Digital, who has been on this podcast before, uh, says LinkedIn stories are just another effective way to capture your target niche and drive, I say niche, not niche. Uh, LinkedIn stories are just another effective way to capture your target niche. Is that, pret- is that pretentious to say niche? Is it niche or is it niche? Well, it's, this podcast is pretty niche, right? This podcast is pretty niche. I like niche. Niche has a little bit of pizzazz to it. Anyway, Sean says, LinkedIn stories are just another effective way to capture your target niche. And dr- could you tell I've had a lot of coffee? I'm just riffing on the word niche for 30 seconds. Let's go back. Sean says, excuse me, LinkedIn stories are just another effective way to capture your target and niche and drive them to your CTAs, just like Instagram stories does. Uh, something I wish LinkedIn would do better in the future is adding more features like Snapchat, Instagram, and pretty much all other social media have already, but they'll get there eventually. Uh, Sean says, I'm trying to figure out my angle with LinkedIn stories, and I'm pretty sure everyone else is too. We just have to keep experimenting and see what works. I have been, uh, Sean Boyle, I am connected with on LinkedIn, and so far his stories have been about uh, traveling to work. Sean, your stories are very traveling. I'm going to work. I'm walking, I'm on a train, and here I am at work. It's like a, uh, it's like a travel uh, blog so far. Sean, by the way, has a sweet-ass office in New York City. I always see the, the pictures down there. My office, I overlook a farm, and I can see a cell phone tower. Um, that's it. Is that 38 comments already that I read? I guess so. Well, nobody called to uh, weigh in on their uh, opinion on LinkedIn stories, 203-665-8305. But that's fine, whatever. I read them. Uh, oh, you know, real quick, I wanted to mention before uh, we uh, end this uh, little Friday morning podcast, is ha- have y'all seen, I say y'all because my coworkers are from the South. Have y'all seen um, the commercial for the GM uh, Hummer EV? First off, I didn't know that the Hummer was a GM product. Should I have known that? Yeah, probably. Um, But it is badass looking, right? So I posted something on Facebook, my personal Facebook about it. I posted a link to the video, which I thought was real cool. I saw a short version of it on uh, the television last night when watching uh, Big Brother, because I'm a huge Big Brother fan. It's embarrassing. Uh, And then I went to YouTube and watched a longer video I thought was cool, posted it on on the Facebook. And my brother-in-law actually sent me a link um, from the drive.com that says GM hasn't actually made a complete working Hummer EV yet, which is interesting. So sounds to me like it's mostly concept, right? It hasn't been made yet. Uh, and I can't click on the link, of course. Way to pre-plan, Matt Wilson. You'd think 15 years in radio at this point would have taught me, like click the link and have it open and ready to go before you record your podcast. No. Anyway, so that made me think, okay, they haven't made one yet. 
And you know what that to me says? That's code for we haven't figured out how to get this thing to go over 25 miles without running out of battery power. That's what that code is for me. I'm not an electric vehicle expert, but I did work for a Nissan group for a little while where we had the Nissan Leaf. And the biggest problem with the Leaf was the range, right? It was like, you know, oh, 100, whatever it is, 100 miles. And that's like on a good day, right? 100 miles on a good day, which by the way, if you live in Connecticut, I mean, 50, it's 50 miles round trip from my house to the store I used to work at. So 100 miles, that's, you know, you're cutting it close. I know that's it's only half, right? But I'll tell you what, I took the leaf home once. You know, I was gonna take it as a demo. I'm like, let me take, let me have my new demo be a leaf. Because a demo is always a Rogue or an Altima or a Murano, you know. Um, so I'm like, let me take the leaf as a demo. So I took it home one night and it was right in the winter. So it was cold. So I had the heat on the whole way home. Got home. I did not charge it at home because according to the range, I thought I'd have no problem making it back. On the way back, I had to stop. So on the way home, on the way to work the next day, I had to stop somewhere. And I was, I had said I had 25 miles of battery power left and I only had 15 miles to get to work. But it was freezing outside and I had the heat running, right? Um, and that thing was dropping battery power at a rate of like three miles for every half mile. So I turned the heat off to extend the range and I had the, the heated steering wheel on and I was like on top of the, like on top of the heated steering wheel trying to stay warm for the rest of the ride to work. It's like 20 degrees outside and the thing starts blinking, you know, that you're, you know, it gives you like the blink that you have no battery power left. And I'll tell you what, um, so I was freaked out. I wasn't going to make it back, freaked out that I wasn't going to make it back. Uh, and I made it back barely, but it, I shouldn't have. And so the range anxiety was out of this world. And I was like, well, forget that. Parked it, took all my stuff out of it, picked myself up a Murano demo. I'm like, well, it's cold and uh, it's going to snow and I want heat and uh, all wheel drive in a vehicle that I know won't run out of electricity on my way to work or my way home. So what I'm saying is, and the battery, by the way, with that range took up the entire underside of the leaf. The whole underside was a battery. So how in the world are they going to make an a, a, um, a SUV that is four wheel drive can go off roading, but has enough room for a battery that has a range of like 300 or something that I think I read somewhere. So they haven't actually made one yet. So, you know, I don't know exactly how it's going to, uh, how it's going to go, but it does look cool and it has a convertible top option, which is badass too. Uh, I got a Facebook comment here um, from Amanda Harrison, who I used to work with. Amanda's awesome too. Used to work at uh, Nissan store together. She says, miss you. Well, thank you. Miss you too. She said, it's supposed to help find jobs. And every time you reply to the post, they filled the position because they also had it on LinkedIn. Uh, also had it on Indeed. It's annoying. Also have to had guys hit on me there as well. It's insane. Just decided it just deleted it off my phone. LinkedIn is a joke. The two people who said that people use it to get hit on are uh, um, ladies getting hit on by men. Not a surprise. And dudes, cut it out for God's sakes. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to try and use it more. I'm going to use it to promote the podcast, post little funny clips, or, you know, funny. I say funny, but not that funny. Little funny clips of the podcast. Um, maybe some things that are informational yet, maybe, um, you know, slightly humorous and uh, see what it's like. See how it goes. 
That seems to be the kind of consensus. It's either people think that you should do it that way or not use it uh, at all. Awesome, awesome stuff coming up. Awesome stuff has happened. If you haven't been listening uh, to the podcast regularly, go to uh, the podcast. It's on uh, all the podcast networks. Just search mostly automotive marketing. I've been co-hosting these episodes of Expera Marketing, which is hosted by Colin Carasquillo, the digital marketing manager at Nielsen Automotive Group. And he's been hooking up some dope guests. I said dope because that's what the kids say. But we just uh, did an episode uh, with Guy Schuler, who is the industry director of automotive at Twitter. That is, he's a heavyweight in the industry. That was an awesome episode. So go search that out. We did an episode earlier uh, about Pinterest, power of the pin with um, uh, John Gray, global automotive strategy lead at Pinterest. That was a great episode. We're recording an episode today with a head guy at Spotify to talk about Spotify in the automotive industry. Lots of cool stuff happening on the Experiment Marketing Podcast. So check that out. Have a cool announcement coming up uh, about mostly automotive marketing in the coming weeks. Just awesome, awesome stuff happening. Having a lot of fun. Thank you for the support going down the stairs. It's, uh, it's been great. All right. Well, uh, have a good weekend. Uh, an episode of Experiment Marketing with Colin will be coming up uh, next week. Like I said, we are recording one today, I think. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, we're recording one today. I know Colin's listening right now going nuts. Yes, we're recording one. We're recording one. Getting on, getting them all worked up. So anyway, thanks for listening. I uh, hope you all have a good weekend and uh, we'll talk soon. Enjoy the weekend. Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson is brought to you by... Wait, this guy has sponsors? Oh, never mind. This sheet of paper's blank. No sponsors. That makes more sense. For updates, info, future episodes, and more, follow on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, and connect on Frackle. You guys made that last one up. That's not even a thing, Frackle. Come on. Maybe I should lay off the coffee. Enough with the coffee already. Or switch to decaf or something.